It feels like the perfect night for SwiftCast, a Taylor Swift podcast by the fans for the fans. Well, hi, everyone. Hi. hi. I'm so happy to be back. Hi. We miss Feels you. like we've been gone forever. I know. It's been a very eventful two weeks. Hope you guys all enjoyed your short summer break. From the tweets I've been getting, I don't think people enjoyed it. I think people were pretty upset with us that we were gone for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, they're like, when is a new episode coming? I keep refreshing my feed and I'm waiting. Well, we're back, so you don't have to so, wait no more. We're really glad that, uh, we're sorry that we upset you by skipping a week, but we're really glad that you care enough. And we don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon. No. No. We are here <laughs> to stay. Yes. Anyway, so there have been quite a few shows over these past couple weeks in a very wide range of locations. They have been all over the place, running around like crazy people. Kaylee, do you want to give us the recap? Yes, um, starting June 1st, she was in Salt Lake City, Utah. She sang Our Song is the Wild Card Song. And no comments from the peanut gallery, please. (laughs) And then June 2nd, (laughs) she was in Denver, my hometown. And no, she did not sing our song. She sang Enchanted, which was a request from someone in the meet and greet, which was really exciting. I have a few little things I wanted to talk about the Denver show really quick. I finally got my picture with Grant. (laughs) Yay! You made him a sign, didn't you? I made him a sign, and it was was two landscapes poster boards, foam poster boards, and it said, Grant... Can we take that picture you promised me in Omaha? Because he did. And they were all driving in. And Al Wilkinson. Is that his last name? Wilson. 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 Al Wilson Wilson. was the driver. It was the Taylor's former drummer. he, He was the driver. So he lives in Denver now. And they were all hanging out together. And I was talking with Amos, and then I look in the back seat, and I see Grant. And so I hold up my sign, and he just looks and like kind of like shakes his head. So they, they go, they they make a U turn, and they're all filing out. And I'm like, Grant, you promised me, and he's like, I did. And he can't. He was the only one that came over. Everyone else went to go hang out with Al, and he's the only one that came over. And you know, I got my photo, got my my autograph, got my book. Oh, everything. So I was very happy. Yay. So, and my seats were on the floor about the same place I was in Omaha, was which was on the left-hand side. I was not on the aisle side that she walked down. I was on the opposite. But the Pepsi Center is so small. I never realized how small it was until I started comparing it to Omaha's. Because I was literally... Two rows away from the sound booth, and then five away from the stage. That's very little. It's small. And her her stage was still as big as it was. So I was basically front row and in the back at the same time. <laughs> and my last little tidbit was there was no Diet Coke stands or people promoting Diet Coke there. Because she did it at the Pepsi Center. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. No, you cannot advertise Diet Coke here. Rivals! Rivals! Does the Pepsi Center, I assume, only sell Pepsi products, too? Like, at the concession stand? Yes, I believe they only sell Pepsi. So, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't stop and look, but, yeah. So, yeah, those, those were my little things that I 
had to get out. So the next one, she played at the CMT Awards on June 5th. And she performed Red, and it is now the new single, which is awesome. I was really surprised about that. I had no idea because I thought that everything... I mean, well, yeah, let's just put all the news is about everything has changed, despite... Even though, I mean, it is the UK single, but still, all the noise and all the talk has been about everything has changed. So I kind of got blindsided by Red's new single. I'm like, oh, I wasn't even like... You had me looking left while you were, like, doing something on my right. It was very clever. (laughs) And Belle and I were both there. Awesome. Yes, we were. It was gonna awesome. Have, gonna have to tell us about that a little bit later. We will. But I was <laughs> just gonna say, I think Red was the right song choice for that award show. I agree. It was perfect. Then the following day on June 6th, she was at CMA Fest with the most incredible, awesomest surprise performance of all time. Dun, dun, dun. Of all time. <laughs> All right, and then she flew across the pond to London. So on June, the pond meaning the yes, ocean? the meaning the ocean. That's what. Just just clarify. Just clarify. Um, on June 9th, she went to the Capital Summertime Ball in London. And if you went, please tell us how it was, because we would like to know. Yes, we're very curious because we were unable to go to London to it was see. Was a little that, bit far from Nashville. It's expensive to fly to London. <laughs> yeah, so it's a little far. We didn't think we could fly there and back in time to finish CMA Fest. <laughs> and then she had a little bit of break, but not too long. Because on June 14th and 15th, she was in Toronto. And her wild songs were Tim McGraw and Highway Don't Care. I'm jealous! I know, I kind of wanted to hear Tim McGraw. I wanted to hear both of them. I'm so jealous. I think it's really, really interesting that she sang Highway Don't Care by herself. For the first time. I know. That's why I'm just like, how did I? I'm so upset I did not get to see that live. Because that's that. Oh, I really want to see it. Hopefully she does it again. And Taylor will be spending the rest of the month in Canada with shows in Winnipeg. Ed- Edmonton. Edmonton. Okay. Yeah. That was confusing for me. And Vancouver. Yay, Canada. Oh, Canada. We love yous. Now this just reminds me of the South Park Canada song. Let's not go there. <laughs> Dork. <laughs> Um, and that was all the shows in the last couple of months. The last month, last couple of weeks while we were gone. <laughs> last couple of months. It felt like months, okay? We've been gone for two months. Two weeks felt like two months. So one interesting thing that I don't think any of us were expecting happened at the Toronto show on Friday. What it? Yeah, it did, and I'm very confused about it. So some of you may have seen pictures going around online. Taylor for some reason, changed the shirt that she normally wears at the beginning of the show. She normally wears, like, this sort of lace, sleeveless Oxford top with black shorts and red shoes. And she kept the shorts and the shoes, but she changed the top to this, like, white three-quarter sleeve button-down shirt, which was pretty similar to the shirt that I had seen pictures of her wearing at the performance in London a week the week before. And I just, I've never seen her just completely change an outfit in the middle of the tour before. And I also thought it was interesting because I remember in the Ked style video, they were asking her. She said that was yeah, her favorite, favorite outfit. outfit. She said, oh, definitely. Like, specifically that shirt yeah. and those shorts. Maybe she spilled something you on it. You would think they would have like two or three backups in the wardrobe department, though. 
Right. Maybe she's maybe they were all in a pile and she spilled something on the whole pile. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if she continues to wear the new shirt or if she goes back to the old shirt because I also would think the long sleeve one might get kind of hot during some summertime shows. Yeah, she does that's have true. another long sleeve shirt that she wears, but yeah. That was interesting and it looked like she got a haircut too. Yeah, yeah, she got it's it's like it's like shorter in the front but still long like in the back. It. It's pretty. I think it looks nice on her. I think it frames her face very well. Other than that, I think all the rest of the outfits stayed the same. Yeah. The photo that I took in Omaha, it's a long sleeve. It goes it goes to her elbow. Wait, did I get that wrong? But it's still lacy. Why did I say it was think it was sleeveless? No, I know. I think it, I think I think I, I think Haley's right. Yeah. I think it's just that it was just lacy and it's like a lacy Oxford shirt though. And the other one is like sheer. The other one is sheer and sequined, the one that she wore in Toronto. Why did I think it was sleepless? I have no idea. I've seen this show five times. I should know. Okay, anyway. Well, it'll be interesting to see what she continues to wear, whether she goes back to old shirt or keeps new shirt. And if she keeps new shirt, I'm nosy, and even though it's pointless, I'm curious as to why. (laughs) Everything she does has a reason. Exactly. So I'm curious, because Taylor is very methodical. Everything she does has a reason. That'll be curious to uh, to see what's going to happen in the future. And considering uh, all the things that Taylor's doing and every day, it's time for... Keeping up with Swift. Woohoo! Woo! So, as we promised a little bit earlier, the CMT Awards, they happened! I'm sad I wasn't there. Uh, we were sad you weren't there, too. We missed you. We were saying we missed you. We're like, we were saying... We were sad. Uh, Taylor was nominated for Video of the Year for We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together and Female Video of the Year for Begin Again. Unfortunately, she did not win Buckles. Oh, Sad face. Sad face. But uh, it was still 100% worth it because, dude, her dance moves. <laughs> they were epic. Oh, they were so funny. Everybody else was just kind of standing there and she was just jamming. She was just flailing her arms and getting down with her white girl moves. It was hilarious. Yeah, she she was just like, whatever, I'm just going to completely enjoy myself. And that's exactly what she did. It was amazing. I had a semi-good view of her from my seat. And at one point, it was kind of hard to see like where she was because she blended into her row. But then when she started like headbanging and like waving her arms around, it was a lot easier to spot her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she uh, definitely stood out for sure. Uh, if you did miss the awards, uh, they do re- re-air periodically on the CMT channel, so make sure to catch those. There was a lot, a lot of other good performances and funny stuff going on, so uh, it was a good award show. I, I enjoyed being there. wasn't too shabby. And speaking of award shows, there's one happening tonight, um, Sunday, June 16th in Canada, which we mentioned earlier, the Much Music Awards. And Taylor has a nomination for Favorite International Artist slash Group. I would check MTV and check your TV guide and see if you can figure out where it airs. But next week, we should have um, some interesting things to report from one of our loyal listeners who is actually attending the awards and is going to tell us all about it. So stay tuned for that. Yay! Yay! So exciting. And uh, continuing with awards news the teen choice awards taylor's nominated for choice female artist choice country artist and choice smile you must be a teen to vote yes i like the smile 
she should she definitely should win that one. Um, you must be a teen to vote at www.teenchoiceawards.com. And the awards will air on August 11th, live on Fox. So watch, and if you're a teen, nominate Taylor. Vote for Taylor. Yeah. Oh, she's already nominated. Oh. Yeah, oh, vote okay. for Taylor. <laughs> I'm a little brain dead today. Vote. vote for Taylor. I've been up since five. That's okay. We'll forgive you. I mean, at least you have half a brain when you usually have three yeah. quarters. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Can you imagine if fans got to be the ones doing the nominating for award shows? Oh my god. Taylor would just be every nominee oh, for every boy. ever. 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 Like ever. Like band. She would be her own band. <laughs> for uh, the, only, the only one we'd have a little trouble trying to justify is, you know, best male vocalist. Yeah. We'd somehow we get that, that in. Out. I mean, she duets with male vocalists, so it still counts. Exactly. So it's it's, it's valid. She no, she could be nominated for best male vocalist for Everything Has Changed. Right. She sings it with yeah. Them. There you go. <laughs> there we go. So problem solved. I have just like solved half the problems in the world. Right <laughs> now. I should like vote for or you know run for office or something. Well, wouldn't that be a scary? That thing? would be very scary. <laughs> <laughs> World domination! Okay, Stewie. So, a few episodes ago, we mentioned the Diet Coke Young Designer Challenge Contest, which is a contest where you could create your own original t-shirt design and then submit it, and the grand prize winner, once they get through all the rounds, will win $10,000 and get their shirt sold in Target and get a trip to the last Red Show in Nashville to meet Taylor. So the first round ended, and now the finalists are up. I believe there's about 15 or so different finalists. And you can go to DietCoke.com to see all the designs and pick your favorite. And the cool thing is, is you can vote up to five times per day. And every time that you vote, because you have to put you put in your information, your name, and your email address, it qualifies you to also win a trip to Nashville to meet Taylor. Ooh. Awesome. And I went on there today. Okay, cool. There's some really cool designs and I it's also I like what they did because when you click on each one to you to see the larger image of the shirt, they actually show you Taylor modeling the shirt. Oh cool. Which must be really exciting <laughs> for people awesome. that are finalists. I can't even imagine like seeing Taylor wearing something that you designed. That is yeah, that, that is, is really cool. awesome. So go check those out. There's a couple that I really like and Pick your favorite, or you can vote for, you know, a different one each day. You get five votes per day to do whatever you want, and you might win a trip to see Taylor. Awesome! Do it! Do it now. So, also awesome, awesome news. The Everything Has Changed video was released. Yay! On June 5th, so we're a little late with this since we but it was like recording a for summer release. break. But, yeah, exactly, because I think it, like, leaked, and they were like, ah, we'll just release it. So we have to officially scold people that leaked because that's not nice. Leaking is not nice to do. But the video is out, so we can talk about Yay! it. Yay! Yay! So Taylor surprised us by uh, releasing it. It was the night of the CMT Awards that it was released, so that's really, really awesome. And before we get to our thoughts, we want to share with you some thoughts that our listeners had. That Flawless Tay on Twitter said... Whoa, I was a little concerned at the fact that Taylor and Ed wouldn't be starring in the video, so I had no clue what to expect. 
I thought the video was beyond cute. I think the video did tell a few possible stories and it was all about your perception. I think it conveyed the kids falling in love, but at the same time, everything has changed moment may have happened when Taylor and Ed looked at each other. I think this is for sure one of my favorites from Taylor. It's so interesting. Oh. Then uh, Coco Swagster 1M on Twitter said, I'll speak now. It is enchanting, perfect, and fearless. I am wonderstruck. <laughs> Good use of words. I approve. I approve. This one is for, from Lauren, and she said, I really like the video because I think it represents Taylor and Ed in the music business that they're in right now and just them as themselves. One of my one of my favorite parts is when the kids are all in the music class and they're banging the instruments loudly and the teacher is kind of like, what is this mess? I like how the lookalikes of Taylor and Ed are kind of in the corner playing music quietly and calmly and nicely. I think that really portrays that the music business... Wait. I think that... Okay really portrays the music business right now because other artists are coming out with music that means nothing and they're making, and well, these people are making good, meaningful music. I also like the part when the lookalikes of Taylor and Ed are playing with the markers in the mirror <laughs> and the lookalike of Taylor puts on the red lipstick and the lookalike of Ed does the marker that kind of looks like the real Ed's facial hair. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> also, the cutest part of the video was probably when the lookalikes of Taylor and Ed were on the wooden iPhones. But I think that my favorite part was possibly at the end when the Taylor lookalikes of Ed and Taylor go to hug the real Taylor and Ed. And I really like that part because I kind of wasn't expecting either one of them to be in the video at all. And I really wouldn't consider them in the video, but they kind of made what I would call a guest appearance. I really liked that. It is now my favorite music video and I will definitely play it over and over and over and over again. I love, love, love it. I loved it, too. It was just so cute. I don't even know what else to say about it. It was just adorable. I really like what um, Peyton said when she said there's different ways you can interpret it, because I didn't really think about that before I read that comment, because, I mean, I was focusing on, like, like more like the kids' friendship, and there's the fact that they're both kind of different and unique from everyone else, but they're really special, and they have this, like, immediate bond. But I didn't really necessarily think about the fact that the entire video could have been leading up to Taylor and Ed meeting for the first time, and that being what the video was actually about. Like, with all the all the entire rest of the video being, like, subtext up until that yeah. moment. I didn't think about the possibility until, this per until Peyton mentioned it. Yeah. But, like, yeah, that's a really cool perspective, though. Taylor likes to make us think. Because, like, I mean... Yes, <laughs> she does. She is. I mean, she tells a story very clearly, but she also does. She has this brilliant ability to tell a very clear story, but also leave like certain parts of it up to your own individual interpretation, which is takes a lot of skill to weave a web like that. Can I tell you my favorite scene? No, no, mm -hmm. you can't. Okay, I guess. Oh, yay. When little Taylor lookalike was tattooing little Ed. That was so cute! <laughs> to look like oh real goodness. Ed's sleeve of tats. Ed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. It's like a Lego tattoo gun. It was so cute. <laughs> it was really, really cute. I, I just think that, like, the art of this video was beautiful. I think the message was beautiful. I think that, like, it was... It, it's halfway between, like, you're really seriously thinking about, like, all of the lessons and like the life's the life things that's going on and the other half of you just going ah! <laughs> like there's just like two completely individual reactions going on at the same time inside of you at least that's how it was for me but uh, yeah i think it was i didn't know what to expect either when you know i heard they weren't going to be in the video i was like oh is it going to be like an animation or like i didn't like i really had no idea what to expect but as always taylor finds a brilliant way to do things definitely as She's always and i will I was going to say, she's pretty brilliant. She is 
remarkably brilliant and there was never anything i feel like the crappiest person ever for like being like hmm i wonder what this video is going to be and like almost a little bit skeptical and disappointed that she said she wasn't going to be in it because hello if i haven't learned anything in the world i haven't learned to trust taylor's creative judgment what <laughs> what like i'm ashamed of myself you know i was feeling the same way though i was very i was you know wondering what this was gonna be like because she was never not in her own videos so yeah i mean so yeah i think a good lesson that we have learned from this is always trust taylor's judgment yeah she will never disappoint us like yeah. it's just not gonna happen she she is a brilliant creative mind and like it yeah and i think in this situation it was her trusting ed's judgment that could also be possible but that's still her judgment right trust yeah <laughs> And Ed is also an incredibly beautiful, creative, brilliant mind. So they make a perfect match in that way. I think they are, like, the best, like, musical couple ever. And when I say couple, do not smack me. I do not mean it that way. I mean, like, they just, they, they go, when they partner with music, they turn out brilliant things. Yes. Musically. Yes. <laughs> Where I was going with that. Musically. I think they are an absolutely brilliant duo when it comes to music. And they should work together, like, all the time. Nonstop. There we go. We got a new duo. Yay! And maybe in the future they'll become a duo instead of just Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I don't know. Now they're they're brilliant with the stuff they've done separately, but I, I just I love their work together too. And I just I think they are, like I said before, a brilliant like musical match. Definitely. And also speaking of Taylor releasing things, Ooh. June's been a good month. It has. Taylor, the fragrance, wasn't supposed to be in stores until later this month, but it's actually already out. No way. It way. is on Ulta.com to order, and they were sold out, but I think they got more. I was able to order a bottle yesterday, and I'm really, 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 really excited to smell it. <laughs> really, 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 really? I wanted to go all the way from Chicago to the Toronto concert just to get a sample at the fragrance booth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can't blame you. I'm very curious to see what it smells really like, too. I'm really excited for it. And they also have, on Ulta.com, a rollerball, so the little mini um, bottle, and a hair mist, which is something that Taylor's fragrances have not had in the past. That is very interesting. I want my I'm hair curious. to smell like Taylor. I know, right? I totally want the hair mist. think give people the magic ability to hair flip? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not as good as Taylor. Yeah, I think she's really got mastered that down <laughs> to the extreme. And at the Red Tour, up until now, they've always had the Wonderstruck booth where you could do different things. Um, that's now called the T-Swift Fragrance booth. So I think it'll be more focused around the new fragrance now. So if you have any upcoming Red shows and you're not able yet to buy a bottle of it, you can smell a sample of it there and let us know what you think. Yay! I smell like Taylor. I still think that sounds awkward. Did either of you see the commercial for it? I did. Uh, yes, I did. I can't even explain how much I love this commercial. It's beautiful. It has starlight in the background, which is so perfect. I Yeah, that's kind of like, that really made me happy because like before we knew that Taylor was going to be called <laughs> Taylor, um, we were speculating and I'm like, I really want it to be like centered, like I know, you know, the other two were, like, Enchanted and, and Wonderstruck. And, you know, they were, like, surrounded around that song. And for some reason, I was like, I want this to have something to do with the song Starlight. I just, I love the song. And for some unknown reason, 
I associated it with a perfume. And so I mean, I was when I heard she named the fragrance Taylor, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. It's like more mature. Like I understand. But then I got really happy when Starlight was commercial. Yeah, like yay! I still got my little piece of my little what I wanted out of Taylor, the fragrance. I hope that commercial comes on TV soon. Yeah, I hope it does too. I, it probably will. I, I'm sure I'll see. It. Well, I never really watch TV, but yeah, I'm sure it'll I've happen. I've seen too. the Diet Coke yeah. Taylor commercial about two thousand times now on TV, and I still love it. But I would love a new Taylor commercial in between shows. It would be nice. Agreed. That'd be a good place for it, yeah. Now that you mentioned that, for sure. And speaking of Taylor Fragrance news, Taylor also recently attended the Celebrity or the Fragrance Foundation Awards, where she was honored with the top award, which was Celebrity Fragrance of the Year for Wonderstruck. Yay! And her dress was, was beautiful. It was white. I love that she's just wearing these more mature like looks in her dresses lately. When she's come up, like as always, her creativity is still very present and individualistic. Like even when she changes her style, you can still like tell it's tailored. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it just reminds me of like when she's like, "Oh, I'll never change, but I'll never stay the same either." Because like no matter how she changes, like you know how she evolves and grows her style, you can still like if you especially like if you've been like a Taylor fan for, for the you know, last several years and you've been able to like see in person like what her style was at one point and watch it evolve, like you can still look at her her style now and you can still see like where it ties into her style from five six years ago. Like I don't know how to explain that better, but definitely I just feel like. Yeah, I just feel like despite, you know, despite the fact that she grows and changes as a person, like we all do, and her style does, there's still some part of, like, the way that she chooses things that is still, like, Taylor. <laughs> like, she will always be that individualistic person, and that will always show in everything that she does. And I I don't know, like, when I see her, like, award show dresses, yeah, they're different than what she would have worn six years ago, but they're still Taylor. She's definitely not losing herself. No, she's not. At all. That makes me happy. I yeah. love that about her. I think she actually has a very brilliant way of, like, changing as she grows, but still, like, keeping the core of who she is. I think that's really important for any person or any artist to do, and I think she does it really well. I mean, I think it's especially difficult for artists to do because of how incredibly much they're in the public eye, and the level of praise or criticism compared to, like, a normal person is just outrageous. And the pressure, I can't even imagine it. And Taylor just always finds a way to keep herself. And that's, like, an incredible amount of strength and one of the many, many reasons that I am her fan. Definitely. <laughs> Woo! Deep discussions. <laughs> Maybe we should lighten them up a little bit with some mini segments. We have a lot. We do Thank have you, a lot. Everybody which is nice. Thank you. We couldn't even include all of them that we have, but if we didn't include yours, we're saving them for a future Yes, episode. we are. So, they didn't get lost, we promise. Oh, I have the first one, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> Our first one is from 13 underscore Swift fan underscore 13 on Twitter, and she says, my life is a Swifty problem. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just, you can't even pick something, just your whole life, Swifty problems. <laughs> I love it. The next one is from Gabby562 um, from on Twitter. Going through with Jaws because Swiftcast took a week off. Swifty problems. Aww. We're glad you missed us. We're sorry. We are. We're glad you missed us. And we're, we're all giving you a virtual hand heart right yes. now. And we missed you guys as well. We did. Our next one is from Swifty Infinity on Twitter. 
It feels like the perfect night to discuss with Swifties how flawless Taylor is instead of studying for your exams. Discussing with Swifties how flawless Taylor is is way better than anything school-related. Hence why we're doing this podcast. (laughs) So that we can discuss how flawless Taylor is. Our next one is also from Swifty Infinity, and she said, Staying up until 6 in the morning to watch Taylor and award shows because you live in England. Swifty problems. Aww. Go, dedication! Yes. By the way, I love your guys' accents. I do, too. British accents are awesome. And you live in the same country that Ed is from. Jealousy. Hey. Sorry. I I started talking. (laughs) Our next one is from 13 Sparklers. Swifty problems. Spending all your money on posters so you can't buy stuff at the Red World Tour. Well, that's a valid choice. Are they posters I mean, of Taylor? I was going to have fun with a poster. <laughs> oh, I thought, I, I assumed she meant like making posters, like for the show. That's what I assumed she meant. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But either way, valid choice. Our next one is from TSwifty1322 on Twitter. The Diet Coke is almost gone. Swifty <laughs> problems. That's probably a Taylor <laughs> problem, too. <laughs> Just saying. I'm yeah. pretty sure they provide an endless supply for her. But no, like, Probably. like when she's home, like, I'm almost out of Diet Coke. I need to go to the store. And you'll... No, she probably just can call somebody and be like, I'm almost out of Diet Coke. And immediately there'll be, like, a pack of it sitting on your front porch. <laughs> Here you well, go. I remember, I remember months ago when, before the tour, she went grocery shopping and she had, like, a couple cases of Diet Coke in the, in the cart. Our next one is from All Two Meow on Twitter, and I love yes, your name, I by the, way. the struggle to find out who treacherous is about Swifty problems. God, that makes me want to bite my nails just thinking about it. We might talk about that at a later episode. Let's file that under. Perhaps that should be hashtagged with Swifty Mysteries. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah. Perhaps we might talk about that in a future episode. All Two Meow. Yeah. Our next, please tell me that you got my corny pun. <laughs> Our next one is from Swiftastic thirteen. My iPod smells like Wonderstruck. Swifty problems. How is that a problem? Yeah, <laughs> I don't see that as a problem. I like Wonderstruck. Just saying. And our very last one is again from thirteen underscore Swiftfan underscore thirteen. It feels like the perfect night to listen to Forever and Always, then to Much Better, then to Better Than Revenge, and laugh because Taylor's a bad <laughs> beep. She's awesome. <laughs> I, I I agree with you, though. It is amazing to see, like, Taylor talks about her feelings, Joe tries to diss her, and Taylor gets the last word. Yes. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> yep. Dun-dun-dun. Always get the last <laughs> word. Yeah, that was amazing. You deserve some applause. <laughs> Show them how much better you are. Because you're so much better. And you can um, send in your submissions for any of our mini segments, as well as for Taylor Quote of the Week, which we're not going to do one this week because we have a lot to talk about, but we will be going back to that next episode. So send us any of your Swifty problems. It feels like a perfect night. Um, Taylor Dictionary or quote suggestions to twitter.com or any thoughts about anything yes. we discussed you like too. Your, hearing your thoughts a lot you like discussing them and including them um so you can send them in on twitter at 
Swiftcast13, facebook.com slash Swiftcast13, swiftcast13.tumblr.com, our main website, swiftcast13.com, or Taylor Connect, our username is Swiftcast13, or finally, email us at swiftcast13 at gmail.com. As we always say, if you can remember Swiftcast13, you're good to go. So, now we're going to go back to the uh, CMA Fest discussion. Yay! Yay! So, CMA Fest was amazing. I had a good time. Did you guys have a good time? I still have not mentally recovered from how amazing Taylor's performance was. I know, me neither. I tried watching a video of it, and I got seriously emotionally unstable. (laughs) Well, Belle, Belle, no, I did not have a good time at CMA Fest. I'm sorry, Haley. Because you weren't with us and we missed you so much. I I had to be an adult and work. Because there were several times when we were like, we wish Haley was here. Well, I couldn't do the Denver show and CMA Fest. Just couldn't do it. I know. So, although I love hearing everything about CMA Fest. So, uh, we were trying to speculate what Taylor would perform on um, at LP Field because... Obviously, she has a lot less, you know, she doesn't have her own individual stage there, and it's obviously a much shorter set. So, um, our speculations were kind of wrong, actually, (laughs) mostly. mostly. (laughs) She surprised the heck out of us, and in ways that I absolutely loved. Where to begin? She opened with Love Story. I didn't see that coming. Uh, Then she played Red, and um, I think we kind of anticipated that one. When she played it at the CMT Awards, I was thinking, I bet she's playing it so that when a lot of these people come tomorrow night, they'll know the song. Yeah, yeah, that's very possible. That's very true. And then she played Mean, which made me really, really happy, because that song means a lot to me. Means a lot to me. See what I did there? Play on words. And then my favorite, this this was my second favorite song that she played next, because I just thought it, I thought it was like a, sort of a very not-so-subtle point that she made when she's saying, we are never, ever getting back together. In my opinion, and this is only my opinion, I think that it was kind of like her own statement to all the people that complain that, quote-unquote, she's not country anymore. She's like, you know what? This is my hometown. I started off in country. Yes, I've branched out and created my own individual style. And here is we are never, ever getting back together for all you people that have not bothered listening to my (laughs) album. No, I definitely agree, because you know that she thought very long and hard about what songs to choose, and she could only do five songs. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I was th- that was my second favorite choice, just because I just felt like it was chosen for a specific reason, and I love it. Can I say the it. next part? Um, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, because I know you're so excited. I mean, I am too, but I know you're just like on the edge of your seat excited right now. So go okay, so when she's saying never ever... I didn't think it was the last song in the set, but I had no idea what could possibly follow it because I'm so used to seeing it as the closing to her to her show at the Red Tour. And it's just a very, you know, closing type song. But I had a feeling she would do one more because most people were doing five songs. So then she starts sort of walking and I think strumming her guitar and saying how she is thinking about a song that people have been requesting very often. And I really, for a moment, thought she was going to start playing our song, because clearly lots of people have been requesting it. <laughs> and she said, this is a song I wrote around the time when I was 15. I was like, wait, is she going to sing 15? I was like, well, it still could be our song. She wrote it in ninth grade. I like did not know where she was going with this. And then she said, when I, 
I'm here in Nashville. I think of my two favorite. What? Wait, I'm messing up this quote. I'm sorry. What did she say? Oh man, she was like, "What I think back Um, to when I was writing songs when I was 15. I think of my two favorite things, and my two favorite things are Nashville and Tim McGraw." And then she started playing the intro to Tim McGraw. I we were like holding each other and crying. We were like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" I've been wanting to hear her play Tim McGraw. I mean, this whole tour ever since I knew she was doing the wild card songs and I missed it the times that she's played it and I did not think I was going to get to hear it. She starts playing it and she started right out with the chorus and I thought she was going to sing the whole song and then she gets to the end of the chorus and pauses and says, ladies and gentlemen, Tim McGraw. I literally started screaming. (laughs) screaming i just could not even believe it and he came out and they started singing highway don't care it was beyond incredible and keith urban said i didn't know for sure if he was going to show up because he was scheduled to perform later in the week and i thought maybe they you know the band would just handle the guitar part but then he came out like halfway through the song for his guitar solo and it was just the best collaboration i've ever witnessed in my life and also i had never seen taylor bring out a special guest before she has never done it at any show that i've been to so that was really exciting for me yay it was amazing we were seriously like screaming and like sobbing and like holding each other going oh my god i could i could actually envision i can actually envision like the crowd going super crazy they really did oh yeah oh yeah was not just us, I and promise. it was really special for me because this was, after I counted, my 11th time seeing Taylor live. However, it was my first time seeing her in Nashville. So it really could not have been a better Nashville memory. <laughs> yeah. Nice. For sure. It was just so perfect. And then, sadly, the song ended and she just said, Good night, Nashville, and just walked off the stage like a boss. Nice. <laughs> Like a boss. It was like this like explosive performance and then like the most simple ending when she just walked off casually. She's like, thanks, Nashville. Love you. Bye. And I knew that nothing the rest of the week would top that. Yeah, that was definitely like a high point. I think that, uh, you know, another thing that amazes me about that song and that, that she played that and created that amazing performance is that when I was saying a bit earlier about how the statement that I thought she was making with we are never ever getting back together it's like then she follows off with this amazing country song and then she just walks off the stage like a boss like it was like the perfect like, succession I told you so <laughs> yep yep like ha all you are is mean oh <laughs> oh snap oh snap yeah she she really had her moment and it was it was I love her moments and I can I think overall I mean, obviously, in such a huge stadium, there's going to be a lot of different types of fans and opinions, but it seemed like the crowd really received her performance very well. They did. I think, yeah. I mean, when she brought on Tim McGraw and started playing that song, I think everyone was pretty receptive, which was awesome. So, I mean, I think, you know, I don't necessarily think that she or anybody needs to be labeled as to whether they're country or not, but she definitely proved she can still entertain a country crowd with the best of them. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm definitely not a fan of genre labels, personally. I think that when you grow as an artist, 
if you are completely boxed into one genre, then you have limited ability to grow. Like, your music should be what wherever you are in your life and what, what speaks to you, yeah. you know? Like, that should definitely be how it is with her. And I think that, you know, a lot of people have been, frankly, kind of rude to her about the fact that she's, like, deviated from 100%, you know, straight-up country. And it's just, like, to me, if you're a fan of an artist, you should, like, it shouldn't matter what genre you want to... You shouldn't try to box them into a genre or, like, basically insult them if they deviate from one genre and create, like, their own individualistic style. Because, I mean, I don't think I can really ever classify Taylor as any style but Taylor. I ha- I just thought of something. Think about country music 10 to 20 years ago. Definitely not the same as it would be playing today. A friend of mine took me to her grandparents for dinner, and we were talking about music, and he was asking me how Taylor's performance was, and he's a really big music fan. He's, like, in his 80s. And he was talking about that whole situation, and he's just like, man, you know, the country that used to be country when I was a kid, you know, one of those discussions. <laughs> just isn't the same as country today and we were just having this whole discussion about it and i'm just thinking you know like when i'm your age it's i'm I'm probably gonna feel that you know it's gonna be the same thing it's gonna be like well what i thought was this genre is you know like and that's just you know music evolves whether whether you're an artist or whether it's a genre no matter what music evolves because life goes on because times go from the year goes from 1950 to 2050 you know like you cannot you're not going to be playing the same music I don't know. My point is that, like, I I just feel like the people that are basically, like, getting down on other people for evolving is, like, getting down on somebody for breathing 10 years in the future. I mean, it's not just country. No music genre stays the same. No, exactly. And Johnny Cash is, you know, right now everyone thinks of him as a country artist. When he first started out, he wasn't country. When he first started out, they didn't label him as country. He was, like, I mean, some of the most, like... Yeah. A lot of country nowadays was, yeah, was rock way back when they started out. They didn't. And, like, what is really popular in country like, right now? Like, like take, like, the, you know, the current classics. Yeah. Which would be like, you know, like, I'm thinking, like, Keith Urban, Brad Paisley, Kenny Chesney. Like, 30 years ago, they wouldn't have been received. Their, their music, you know, within the past 10 years wouldn't have been received the same 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. And even their music has evolved. Exactly. With, with the times. Like, if you listen to the very beginning songs, they were way more twangy. There's that, and then there's also the fact that if you listen to any artist's first album, and then you listen to their fifth album, if they're the same, then that artist is not, people are going to not listen to that artist anymore. Right, and they're not growing. Like, people, I, people just have, like, it's like one of those things where it's like, no matter what you do, you can't please them sometimes, because it's like, you evolve, and they get down on you, but if you don't evolve, then they get down on you. <laughs> yeah. You know, at this point, I think that's why, that's one thing I love about Taylor and her music is that she writes it for herself. I mean, yes, obviously she cares about her fans and what we want and what we think, but like when she's working on music, it's about her and her life. She's not going, oh my gosh, how can I make all my fans happy so much as like, that'll be like what I'll work on after I create the stuff that's most meaningful to me. Then I'll go back and pick what's best for the fans, you know? Yeah. But she starts with herself and she writes music. The first thing that she writes music for is herself. And I think that is what makes her music so amazing. It's because it's completely personal. It's completely her. And, you know, and she's evolved and changed. I mean, uh, yeah, Red is not the same as Taylor Swift because that was written when she was 14, 15. Red was written when she was 21, 22. Exactly. Now that we've uh, done our little mini rant about people yelling about music genres, let's get back to the CMA fest. 
Who else did you enjoy that you saw perform, Belle? Um, I really enjoyed a couple of artists, actually. I enjoyed um, an artist uh, or a band that um, Ashley got me onto. Uh, they're really, really cool. They're, they're called Old Dominion. And um, I was introduced to them a year ago, last CMA Fest, because I, um, partially because Ashley mentioned them, also because uh, they were doing a show last CMA Fest where Amos was filling in for bass. And so I went to go see their show, and they actually have really good music. I absolutely love them. They joke about how I'm their groupie because I go and see them at like every Chicago and Milwaukee and like Midwest show that they have. And I discovered them initially because Grant had tweeted that he was coming to Chicago to play a show with them. I had no idea who they were, but I just wanted to support Grant. So I went and (laughs) got to see him. And I was like literally the only Taylor fan there. I think he was really shocked that like somebody came just for him and it was really cute. (laughs) But, um, then I really got really into this band, and they write all their own songs. Um, they've actually written a couple of songs on the band Perry's new album. One of the guys co-wrote Chainsaw, and the other one co-wrote Better Dig 2. So they're super talented, and I would highly recommend that you go check them out and listen to their stuff. Because, I mean, Taylor, um, one of the one of the members, Jeff, used to play with Taylor back when she first started, and as a result... All of the agency members and the Old Dominion band members are good friends, and they make great music. And also, if you're a Hunter Hayes fan, um, Devin from Hunter Hayes' band is also a member of Old Dominion. So definitely go um, check out their Twitter. They're at Old Dominion, and there's a link to their website, which is olddominionband.com, and you can download all of their music for free, which is really cool. Yay! And you'll love love it, I promise. Another artist I want to mention is actually somebody, I kind of have a funny story with this. Um, my, well, I'm going to mention two of them, actually. Um, make sure that you should go check out my friend's music. Her name is Susie Orovic. I and, love uh, Susie. She... <laughs> we all love Susie. Susie's awesome. Uh, so I went to go see a show that she was playing at, and it was a benefit show. And um, I was waiting for her. She had to go and, you know, get her equipment ready and a friend of mine were me and my friend brandy were i'm um, sitting at a booth with a you know we had a coke or something and i saw this girl walking towards me and i completely thought she was somebody that i recognized and that i knew so i was like hey girl and she comes over to me and the closer she gets i realize i have no idea who she is <laughs> so she's like hi do i know you and i'm like i thought you were someone else i'm really sorry <laughs> anyway she just like stayed with us for like 10 minutes and we were just talking and i'm you know of course i'm feeling like an idiot because you know i had like waved her over like i completely knew her and turns out i didn't but that's actually possible that i might have because we're actually turns out we're both from seattle and uh her um stage name is everett ray and everett's like it's a city in seattle that she um lived in grew up in so it's entirely possible that i had seen her before that's why i like initially I thought, thought she was somebody else and I must have recognized her. But anyways, we got to talking and then she um, played a set after um, she was at a benefit that my friend Susie was playing at. And so after Susie played, uh, Everett played and her music is actually really, really good. And I think that you guys should check her out. Um, it's kind of like a mix between like, I don't know how to explain this, like maybe like the Dixie Chicks and Colby Calais. I know it sounds like kind of weird, but she has a really beautiful voice and uh, she's got, I mean, she writes all of her own music and it's really, um, I know, it's just really beautiful, and I think that you should check her out. Her name is Everett Ray. That's E-V-E-R-E-T-T-R-A-E. And, uh, yeah, I think you should go check her out, because uh made a new friend, and she plays really good music, so go do it. Even if I sounded like an idiot when I first met her, because I'm like, hey, girl! Oh, I don't know. 
I love discovering new artists at CMA Fest. I know, me too. Me too. So, um, yeah, those were among my favorites that I saw. Uh, to see also Lorna Lena play. Yay, for the first she was time. great. That was cool. Yeah. I got her. She was good. I mean, I'd never actually like seen her live before, so that was kind of fun to go to that. I really, really enjoyed Keith Urban's LP Field performance. Yes, Keith Urban is amazing. He's pretty much a guitar god. Uh, yeah. I mean, I want him and Brad Paisley to have like a face off <laughs> playing guitar. That'd be really awesome. That would be incredible. They're both just like master guitarists. No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. Keith Urban, Brad Paisley, Grant Michelson. <laughs> Grant would like have a fan attack and die. <laughs> Taylor and obviously him used to tour with Keith Urban back in the day he still gets like really really starstruck whenever he sees Keith Urban <laughs> he does it's adorable but he, he said I think that that was the person who inspired him to play guitar so I can see why yeah there would probably never be a moment where he's gonna like not get like amazed with them my other favorite performance that I saw was Hunter Hayes at the Riverfront, which um, Riverfront stage is sort of like a small outdoor stage that there's performances during the day before everybody goes to the big concerts at night. And I did not expect him to perform there because he's gotten so ridiculously huge over the past year or so. And he had an LP yeah, performance he had too. His stadium performance later that night, but they sort of did a surprise mini set for him that I got to go and. He's just so talented. I love him so much. I just, I remember when I first got introduced to his music, he was opening for Taylor during Speak Now. And um, I just got, was completely amazed to find out that he did every single instrument for um, Storm Warning. Yeah, there's like no instrument that like he Like he literally played play. everything. And that, it, yeah, he literally played everything and created that entire song himself. And I'm like, whoa. Did you know that when he Dang was boy. a little Dang kid, boy. he used to play the accordion? I did not know Sorry, that. he did. That's adorable. But yeah, I'm sure you all are well aware of who he is, but if you haven't listened to his music, you should for sure. And he has a new EP coming out, I think, this week. So it's always great seeing him. He's heading out on his first headlining tour soon. Yay. He is incredible. I love when you sort of follow an artist from the beginning and then just see them like really take off because... When he was opening for Taylor, only a small handful of people knew who he was. I saw him perform at the Chicago show. And then um, a few months after that, I saw him at another small show at the House of Blues, which it was he was definitely getting popular, but still like fairly small. And then last CMA Fest, he performed at LP Field, which he was so good. And he had a free meet and greet, which was outside where I got to go and meet him, which was cool. And now he's so big and has so many fans, I don't even think he could do a meet and greet outside like that. It just reminds me of, like, Taylor's early days, yeah. too. Like, when I first first introduced to her music and everything, she was just, you know, this upcoming teenage artist, and look at her now. <laughs> it's, it's I think it's so cool to, like, be a fan of an artist's music and to watch them grow into something huge Definitely. like that. It's almost like feeling like a parent. <laughs> Not that I'd know, but Haley would. <laughs> Yes, it's very, you get a lot of pride. You're just like, oh my gosh, you've become amazing. I mean, you were amazing from the beginning, but now more people know you're amazing. So sorry to get a little off topic from Taylor, but we hope that you you like our music recommendations and go check them out. Yeah, it's impossible to go to an entire weekend of music and not 
tell you about at least a few amazing people that we met, that we uh, got to see. And now I think we have some fan projects to talk about. Um, I know that there are so many going on. I see threads on Taylor Connect and stuff all the time. Um, we would really love it if more of you would send your projects in to us, because basically, normally, when we find out about a new one, we'll mention it on, like, two or three episodes, and then it'll be up on our website, where we'll leave it for as long as the project is still going on. So, we're constantly wanting more new projects to mention on the show, so we can try and help people get as many people participating in their projects as possible. That is correct. So, um, we're only going to mention a couple in this episode, just because it's a really long episode and we had a lot of stuff to talk about. But um, if you're doing a new project, send us send us your stuff in. And uh, if you've already sent in a project and we've mentioned it, it'll it's still on our website and remains on our website at swiftcast13.com under the fan projects tab. So yeah, it'll always be a part of our show, even if we don't mention it like on the air more than a. So the first one that I wanted to mention that we have mentioned before is my dreaming in red ticket giveaway, which has been going on. Um, I think now we've sent six or seven different people to various red shows of their choice, which has been really cool. Um, I started doing this just collecting letters from people who weren't able to get tickets to go see Taylor and then had a couple of really generous donors contact me and offer to help provide even more tickets for people. So some I've bought out of my own money, some I've gotten through really generous people that have donated them. And one of our listeners who you may have heard us read his many segments or mention him before his name is a guy swifty on twitter and he had heard about this my project and contacted me offering to donate a ticket that he had for the toronto show and he had a really really good floor seat but then was able to find a pit ticket and decided to get that and instead of selling this extra ticket decided to give it to a deserving swifty and to help us find somebody for that so that was really cool and just like I think we've said before, we're all about Swifties helping Swifties, and this is just the perfect example of that. It is, and I think that's actually really, like, what you do, Ashley, is amazing, but it's also equally, maybe even, like, more amazing to see that, like, what you're doing is inspiring other people to do it, exactly. too. Like, you know, you've been willing, like, you started off just, like, running a contest to buy, like, a few tickets for, like, a, you know, a pair of people or something, but then it's grown from that into, like, other people donating money or donating tickets to help other people find tickets too. And that's like, to me, that's like the perfect example of like why we do what we do. And, you know, of course we know that not everybody's going to have lots of extra money or extra tickets laying around and we don't expect that. But anything you can do to make another fan smile really can go a long way. Even if it's just like sending a nice message to somebody who you see on Twitter needs to talk. Like, Really, anything you can do to just be inspired by everything that Taylor has taught us, I think, makes this fan community a better place to be. I agree. Ten. I agree. Thirteen thousand percent. So, the ticket giveaway is still going on. I kind of like from week to week, just see what shows are coming up, what tickets I have available through donors or any other way, and try and help who I can. So I'm just accumulating letters and then sort of going through them as each city approaches. So if you have not written to me and you weren't able to get tickets to the Red Tour and would like to enter for your city, you can send me an email to dreaminginred13 at gmail.com. And I don't think I will have access to any tickets for Australia, unfortunately, so I'm going to say this is only limited to 
U.S. and Canadian shows for the time being. But if there are any Australian listeners who want to help get involved, let me know. Yeah, definitely. All right. So our next one is the Happy Birthday Taylor Project, which is really exciting. Taylor's show in Melbourne is on December 14th, so a day after her birthday. And a group of fans are trying to get the whole stadium to sing Happy Birthday to her. And to be part of that, just go to facebook.com backslash the happy birthday Taylor project for more info. Yay, I love that project. I think that would be so exciting. Like, how awesome would that make her feel if the entire stadium started singing happy birthday to her? I feel like that would be like one of like her memory bank moments for like significant, Definitely. you know? I can see her tweeting about that at the end of the show. I can see her just being like, oh my goodness, and having one of those like hallmark moments in her brain- mind from it. Yeah. I think that's really cool, and I really hope that happens. Um, Also, uh, a while back, there's a a fan named Natalie Sanchez who sent us some really, really cool lyric art that we have up on our website. And uh, she did a new one recently for Red. So I think you guys should definitely check that out. It'll be on our website. She's really talented. I love her drawings. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she does really cool drawings. I am jealous of your awesomeness. All right, the next one is the My Long Live Moment scrapbook from Liz Loves Taylor on Taylor Connect. And the and I'm just going to read you a li- what they're saying about Operation Long Live. And just this is probably just straight from Taylor Connect. I think that we all have those moments in our lives when something is coming to an end and you really don't want it to because there are so many great memories bestowed upon it. Moments like leaving a school that you love, like elementary school, middle school, or high school, or moving to another town, state, or country. Right now, tons of us Swifties are graduating from college, high school, and even middle school or elementary. And a lot of us might never see some of our best friends again. Therefore, we slap a smile on our face, hold back those happy and sad tears, and tell them that we love them for what might be the last time. So I decided to create a project for the Red Tour, so we can share these moments with Taylor, which is really sweet. That is really cute. So she has a form on Taylor Connect that you can fill out if you want to participate. And it's basically, she wants you to give you her your name, age, description of your long-lived moments, and any other extra message to Taylor that you want to include, and send them in by August 10th. And you can look her up at Liz loves Taylor on Taylor Connect for more information. And we'll also have this on our website, the link to her profile and stuff. And as a reminder, there are several projects that we've mentioned on earlier episodes that are still going on. So those are all up on our website under the Fan Projects tab. So go check those out and hopefully you'll see something cool that you want to participate in. Definitely. This week's Taylor Dictionary is submitted by First Lover of Taylor on Taylor Connect. So it's Swift Annoia, an obsession that deals with Taylor Swift. The way that, like, what, what that reminds me of is, like, if you guys, it's basically how Taylor's, like, obsessed with the number 13. And now, like, because I'm a huge Taylor fan, I notice it. Like, I always, always notice when my phone gets down to 13% battery and stuff like that. So, like, that's, like, what I would, like, interpret as, like, Swift Annoia. I'm, like, I always see the number 13 because I'm a Taylor fan and, you know, like, sort of, like, paranoia, but Swift Annoia. Yeah. yeah, okay. I like it. I like it a lot. And now some giveaway news. Awesome. Um, 
The first one we're going to talk about is our Twitter giveaway. It's going on till tomorrow as we're recording this, but we're recording this on Sunday, so you'll by the time you hear this, our uh, contest will have just ended. Um, it was an awesome contest giveaway. It was our Twitter giveaway for June, and we gave away a Keds magnet, Keds shoelaces, and a Keds poster. So it was our it was our Keds themed giveaway. Yay! Go Keds! Um, go Keds! <laughs> So uh, keep an eye on our Twitter to find out who won that contest. And just like in our May contest for uh, the 22 package that we that we gave away a pair of cat ears and heart-shaped sunglasses, we have a lot of uh, fans that are entering that are entering very enthusiastically and multiple times. And I wish we could give away like something to everybody that's done that. But you know we can only have one winner per contest. But if you haven't won a contest, don't get discouraged because we do a Twitter contest every month with an awesome like themed package of. of type stuff so every month you have a chance to win one of those contests and it's always around the 13th swift annoya yeah it's always during the week of the 13th um we wanted to remind you to like us on facebook and we're going to be doing some contests on facebook in the future so by liking us you're automatically entered into any future contest that we have so you definitely should yeah, so definitely go and like us, because it's a great way to keep in touch with us, too. You know, next or I mean, we don't spam nobody, but, you know, we do post, like, when we have reminders of when we have new episodes up, and when you have contests going, and... And please take a moment, as soon as we end, in a couple minutes, to rate us five stars on iTunes, and leave us a review. It's really helpful for us to know what you think of the show, and what we're doing, and what we're talking about what you like and what you don't like. We're doing this for you, so you need to tell us what you like. And the more reviews we get makes us ranked higher on iTunes, which makes it easier for other Swifties to find us. Which is awesome. More people listening. And if you leave us a review, you're automatically entered for future iTunes contests. Which we're actually going to be having another one in the fairly near future. It helps us and it helps you. So, yeah, if you... Yeah, so if you want to uh, be eligible for iTunes giveaways, definitely leave us a review. And uh, we are going to have another one of those coming up very soon. And we wanted to let you know about another really fun way that you can win some Taylor prizes from us. This was actually my idea that I started last weekend when I was just really bored on the bus on the way home from Nashville called SwiftCast Trivia. And it's really fun. Basically, how it works is... Whenever we're about to start a round of trivia, whoever is doing it will tweet and let you guys know. And basically, there will be various questions about Taylor, of course, and each question will be worth a certain number of points, and the first person that answers it correctly gets that number of points, and then the first person in the game to get up to 13 points wins a Taylor-related prize. So we played a few rounds last week, and congrats to our three winners, They're getting various different Taylor prizes sent to them. Um, One person won a red sticker, one person won a Taylor greeting card, and one person won a glow stick. So if you want to win Taylor stuff, and you know a lot about Taylor, which I'm guessing that you do, you should play. Definitely. So make sure that you're following us on Twitter, because not only are we doing those monthly giveaways now, but periodically we're just going to be like, we're going to play a round of Taylor trivia for a prize. Yay! (laughs) Prizes. Prizes are good. We like prizes. Yay. And I think that's all we have for you guys today. Yeah, we covered a lot. (laughs) Thanks for sticking with us. Definitely covered a lot. Thank you for uh, putting up with our two-week break, and especially thank you for 
uh, coming back and listening to I us really again. I really appreciate it. We do. We do. And we will be back right on schedule next week with, will that be episode 11? Yes. It will. Holy That's goodness. crazy. So for right now, for episode 10, this has been Ashley. Belle. And Haley. And Emily did not join us this week because she's actually like spending daddy time because it's Father's Day. But we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. We love you. We are in no way directly affiliated with Taylor Swift.